0: This is an audio version of the article called Take a Stand in the August-September 2017 issue of Living with Dementia, the magazine of Alzheimer's Society. The article has been shortened and recorded for people to listen to, on their own or with others. Believing that the opinions of people with dementia are often overlooked, Arthur Mars has embraced the opportunity to make himself heard. My name is Gareth Bracken and I'm reading an article about a man who is influencing the world around him. A laughing Arthur Mars recalls his father's advice when their family first moved to England in the early 1950s. "I remember being told, we have to acclimatise. Think British," he says. It's fitting that we have arranged to meet at the classically British stately home and gardens of Hall Place on the banks of the River Cray in Bexley, South East London. Arthur, 67, confirmed he had Alzheimer's 3 years ago, but only after he and his wife took a stand with their GP over his right to a diagnosis. We take up his story many decades earlier, however, over four and a half thousand miles away. In 1951, a three-year-old Arthur and his family moved to England from Guyana, at that time British Guyana, on the Caribbean coast of South America. Arthur's mother worked at the British Council and had been offered a position in London. Arthur got a job aged 14 working on the signals at a local railway station. After nine months, he took on more responsibility as a shunter before eventually becoming a signalman. Having been made redundant after 18 years on the railways, Arthur got a job with Kent County Council in the late 1980s. He married his second wife, Sonia, in 2001, having been married to his first wife for 18 years before her death. He said, I knew Sonia's sister, who said, I've got a nice girl I can introduce you to, but she didn't say it was her sister. Arthur worked for the council for over 20 years. It was in 2011 that he first noticed the signs of his dementia. I would forget minor things on the checklist at work, he says. We always worked in pairs, and the person working with me would cover up for me. Arthur took early retirement following medical advice from his employers, who were supportive. However, his GP was less understanding. The doctor said, Do you realise what it costs to have a referral to a mental health clinic? That affects my budget, recalls Arthur. Arthur and Sonia wrote a stern letter to the General Medical Council and the GP. They pointed out that, in putting budgetary concerns first, the doctor didn't have his patient's best interests at heart. Shortly afterwards, they received the desired referral. Over the following years, Arthur underwent numerous tests and an MRI brain scan. He describes it as a difficult time. It was all upside down, he says. So, to recap, Arthur Mars moved to England from British Guyana as a small child after his mother accepted a new job in London. He first noticed signs and memory problems in 2011 after making mistakes while working for Kent County Council. Now 67, Arthur was diagnosed with Alzheimer's three years ago, but only after taking a stand with his GP. The doctor initially hadn't wanted to refer Arthur to a mental health clinic because of how it would affect his budget. In 2014, after seeing a psychiatrist at a memory clinic, Arthur was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. At first you're in denial, he says. This can't be me. I remember most things. You can't believe these things are happening to you. Arthur says taking medication has helped even things out, though he still has problems with communication. He says, I start a sentence well and then there's a void. It won't come. There's a black space. He acknowledges the valuable support of occupational therapists following his diagnosis. After we were set up with them, I did a cognitive stimulation therapy course and Sonia went on a carer's course, he says. That was when we realised that things will never be the same and that we had to make adjustments. They told me, we'll get you involved in groups so you'll keep on a steady flow and learn to accept the situation. Since last year, Arthur and Sonia have also been attending an Alzheimer's Society service user review panel these panels meet regularly so that people with dementia can help to shape different areas of national and local work. It's nice to have someone ask your opinion, says Arthur. You feel listened to and empowered. It gives us a voice. Before, we thought decisions were being made and you were never consulted. Most of the time people ignore those who Alzheimer's. We're on the fringes. Less positive for Arthur is the lack of diversity among those who attend the various sessions. We're in a cosmopolitan area, but for every group or class we go to, we're the only black people there, he says. He puts this down to people in Caribbean communities finding it particularly difficult to accept that they have dementia. They're in denial, they refuse to face it, he says. It's a cultural thing, their elders have got this condition, but rather than get treatment, people find every excuse to push it away into the cupboard. The information is there, but they won't take advantage of services. Arthur certainly wants to accept any advice or support available in order to live well for as long as possible. The occupational therapist tells me to think positively and wash all negative thoughts to one side, he says. She tells me there's no such thing as bad stimulation, so I'm staying involved. To join our campaigns to make sure that everyone with dementia can get a diagnosis and the right support, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash campaign. For our online directory to find services near you, go to alzheimers.org.uk forward slash Dementia Connect. For our Keeping Active and Involved 1506 booklet, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash publications or call 0300 303 5933 local rate. For more audio versions of magazine articles and links to other Alzheimer Society podcasts, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash LWD podcast.